Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicola Grace is about to come on talking about going quantum and really amping up yourself, changing up the game and impacting the planet in a big way with you, with your mission, with your message as a leader. So stick around. We're going to dive in just a sec. Before that, I just want to say thank you so much for being here, for choosing to be your greatest possible self. Gratitude is such an important part, especially during these interesting, phenomenal, transformational times. So uh, just thank you. Thank you for being here. Next up is our iTunes review of the week, and this week it's by Jenny Bell, who says, so much value. Chris obviously pours his heart and soul into the podcast and the marathon. He brings out the best in his guests, sharing their gifts with the world. Jenny Bell, absolutely, we definitely, definitely do that. I love doing it, and it's a blast, so thank you so much for that review. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes, or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store, and leave us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, how we can improve the show for you. Thank you so much. Let's introduce Nicola before that. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. Make sure you stick around all the way through to the end. So one idea has the power to change everything for you. Nicola Grace is a visionary social entrepreneur and best-selling author of the book, Discover What You Are Here to Do. She's also the creator of the Global Quantum Game Changer Practitioners Certification Program. In 2008, Nicola won an award for her success strategy in saving the billion-dollar natural health industry of New Zealand from legislation that would put them out of business using her quantum game changer technique. She made history and her legacy can be seen to this day as you go through Auckland International Airport's duty-free NZ branded natural pharmacies. As a member of the Evolutionary Business Council of Transformational Leaders, she is the co-founder of their conscious community and retreat center development, Visit Vista Mundo in Costa Rica. She hosts her annual New Earth Leadership and Legacy Purpose Pivot and Quantum Game Changer retreats there now. Nicola is also the recipient of the Woman Economic Forum 2018 Award, Iconic Woman Creating a Better World. And that is just the tip of the iceberg with this powerhouse. Nicola, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I am indeed. Yeah. Like you said before, we're ready to go quantum. Yes. We are going quantum up in here. Wow. Nicola, we're live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self. And the theme today is create your breakthrough. So we just want to start off with your perspective on that. What does that mean? Create your breakthrough. What does it mean for you? Well, I think um, because we're on an evolutionary trajectory of higher and higher consciousness, whenever you're, you're going to be many breakthroughs that you have. So creating your breakthrough is really, uh, for, for me, uh, as I've gone through my evolutionary journey, is surrendering to what wants to present itself in you. Because everything is already in you. You already are the most powerful being um, that exists, right, in terms of, uh, you know, that whole uh, we are one, we're connected to collective consciousness, we've got all that 
all that juice inside of us and we're creators. So that's always wanting to unfold on us. So creating the breakthrough just means surrendering to what wants to unfold. Wow. Well, I love it. And I think it's it's almost contradictory to the thought that you need the effort and push and struggle and, sh- and stress and strive to create a breakthrough. And it's like, well, you know, the, that quantum leap theory, that quantum leap way of being, the surrendering allows, allows the thing to just blossom and flourish and come through with like such ease if we just can trust and surrender. Yeah, absolutely. And and then trusting becomes a thing that you effort to do as well. If you mm-hmm. like if that's on your trajectory to to overcome for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so good. I love it. So um you have a couple different uh retreats mm-hmm. and different events that you're doing and um can you just share a little bit more about the type of visionary uh leaders that you work with and that you empower? Sure. Um, the people that I work with generally are entrepreneurs or those who are wanting to become entrepreneurs that have had an awakening to the fact that they're here to do something and that it's pretty big. Yeah. It's like, I'm feeling like there's something else I've got to be doing. I'm looking out there in the world. I know I've got skills and talent and heart and a drive, a mission uh, to contribute to changing what's going on in the planet. I call it changing the game on the planet or, you know, the the term the new earth, as Eckhart Tolle um, first coined that phrase, I believe, create the new earth. Mm. So that's... Uh, and there are a lot of people that are waking up to that, whether they are in a profession, whether their mum's at home coming back into the workforce or um, serial entrepreneurs that now go, okay, money, got the money, now I need to create that, you know, go beyond legacy and create that magnum opus, that big thing that I'm going to leave on the planet and make my mark. Not from an egotistical perspective, but from a real spiritual drive yeah. that this is the thing I need to achieve before I move on to my next level. So good. So good. So Nicola, we're going to go back into your journey because um, I love everything that you're sharing. And I want to, I'm going to inspire our audience with um, just your, your path and just let them know, especially for people who are tuning in who might be having difficult times dealing with challenges, adversity, obstacles. It's like life's not always um, you know, easy, so to speak. And so I just want to, I want to get them in tune with your journey and what it's been like for you to become this visionary thought leader. Sure. Uh, my journey was the path of really efforting and pushing and trying to make yeah. things happen. Yep. <laughs> I was like a, a high achiever, the firstborn in my family. I was a champion sprinter, a champion gymnast, a champion dancer doing competition, highly competitive and always winning up until a point when I just you know wanted to walk away and, and focus on something completely different. So I'm used to striving and There were a couple of real pivotal moments in my life where I had to surrender and my life depended on it. And the first was in my late 20s when I was diagnosed with leukemia, which is how the quantum game changer um, technique that I teach and um, certify people to teach happened because I was had this miraculous uh, opening in me to show me a way of shifting physical matter and using consciousness to make it something completely different. And that I had to surrender like there was just nowhere for me to go. And in the surrender, everything amazing happened. Mm -hmm. So I started trying to live my life like that, like trying, efforting, (laughs) struggling to do that. And then when I was diagnosed with cancer the second time, which was about 15 years ago, I think, with melanoma, then um, I needed to go through another surrendering. Mm -hmm. So those personal um pivots for me in terms of what I was focusing on 
really got me in touch with this concept that I have a mission, I've got something that I'm here to do, and it's not my time to leave the planet just yet. In mm. fact, the first time I had cancer, I had a little girl's voice wake up inside me one morning and say, that, hang on a second, I, I don't want to die because I haven't done what I came here to do. And it was a it was a moment of deep, deep devastation and then deep surrender, and out of that, a tr beauty just unfolded in me. It was really amazing. And so now I take those concepts into building my business, helping my clients build their transformational businesses or their social enterprises, whatever that is. I've even actually worked with a couple of politicians as well because the technique isn't just for entrepreneurs. It can be for people who are playing a bigger game at, you know, at that level. And, uh, and, and it's, it really hinges on the fact that we wake up and realize that our purpose is more than doing. Our mm. purpose is about coming into a state of the truth of who we are, which is a state of being, of omnipotence, of our ability to not just create our own reality through the law of attraction, but to actually create uh, the entire world, as we are doing unconsciously anyway. Yeah. I love it. I'm vibing with all this, Nicola. This is so good. Uh, let's dive into the technique. I think that's a great place to get started of like, what is the, the, the quantum game changer technique? Well, it centers on the principle in quantum physics that particles only ever exist as potentials. And it is our observation, it is our projection onto them that creates their reality. And they talk a lot about this, well, Jesus talks a lot about this, and of course, the miracles. Mm -hmm. So like, nothing I see means anything, I've given everything the meaning it has for me. Mm -hmm. So starting there, Whatever happens to you, whatever emotion you feel, whatever experience you have, even if you're not having experiences that you want, they're all made up of atoms because everything is made up of atoms, including space. And even those atoms are quarks, right? And you go quantum at that level and there are particles there that exist as potential. So we have the ability through our higher consciousness to direct that potential. And we had this conversation before uh, before we had this chat, Chris, yeah. that the, this whole coronavirus thing could have the potential to be economically disastrous or it could have the potential to rebirth humanity anew. And that's what I focus on. I'm focusing on using my high levels of consciousness to direct those particles at, at where I want them to go rather than where I don't want them to go and to spiral down into fear. So that that's the crux of the technique. And once you've learned how to actually do that and get really focused and direct and work with the quantum field and work with atoms, work with your thoughts and work with those that come in to distract you, yeah. then you start to be able to do really powerful things. Um, which is one of the things I did when I when I worked with the natural health industry. They would, it took seven years of fighting the government to wow. stop legislation that was going to close them down. I came in, taught this principle, created this strategy, and we defeated it within six months. That's what I call game changing, right? That operating from that omnipotence is, I believe, the destiny of all all of, all of us going through this higher consciousness awakening um, process.
Yeah. So uh, when I hear this, I, I love this. And I'm, I'm, I, I think of like people like Joe Dispenza and like working with the quantum fields. It's awesome. Um, and I think some people might be wanting to um, build a, a bridge of what they understand and what they know, because they may not have heard about stuff like this before. And I think a lot of people have heard of the law of attraction, for example. Can you tell us with how um, the law of attraction relates to the quantum realm and, and this technique and what how we, how we can bridge it, uh, put a bridge between those two? Sure. I mean, just Joe Dispenza, uh, Dispenza and uh, Greg Braden have got lots of frontier science discoveries and breakthroughs uh, coming out, which is just really, really fantastic. And one of them is, is that this field is a mirror. So if this field is a mirror, it is mirroring back to us at the level of the vibration that we hold, not in our consciousness, but in our entire being. So if there is any distortion in the field, we get that distortion mirrored back to us. So if we t take the law of attraction, the concept of the law of attraction is that we attract to us the uh, that which we vibrate at and that which we think and feel right mm -hmm. so the next step from that in terms of our understanding is not so much that we're attracting it but we're getting that imagery reflected back to us in our mm -hmm. experiences in life so given that that's you know i mean now we're going we, we, we're going how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go because now we're talking about well you know is reality reality mm -hmm. is you know like is what i'm experiencing reality and it is to a certain extent because ultimately we're creators we're having this creative experience learning about this field and and awakening to how to use it for the purpose of consciously creating the new earth not just to attract a car right, mm, right. we're like we are, as Buckminster Fuller says, we are in the final exam to see if human beings are going to qualify for continuance. And wow. part of that is going to be this responsibility and mastering of how we work with the quantum field, the law of attraction, our omnipotence to create something that works for everybody instead of just a few. Wow. Wow. I, I love this. I love this. Um, I want to talk about omnipotence because I know you've m mentioned it multiple times. It's a big part of, of your philosophy. And I think it's it's important that we recognize how we are creating our, our reality and not just, you know, the things that are five feet away from us, but literally the entire universe, like our, our creation spans the universe. Can you tell us more about this omnipotence that, that you teach? Yeah, absolutely. Love to. So omnipotence means like everywhere right and all powerful and for me that means it has to be love because love is the only thing that is all powerful and people go well no because there are people that abuse power and I'm going yes but power isn't a bad thing it's the abuse that's a bad thing yeah. so I want to make that really clear distinction we're talking about our um, omnipresent power to create worlds. We've created this. We did it unconsciously. We're waking up now to the fact that we've done that. And now it's time to start creating a, a whole lot more consciously. So that means that we're going to need to shift an operating system of human limitation over to the truth of who we are, which is that we are omnipotent creative beings. And the human limitation system has, it, it limits constantly. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. I can't afford that. Like it's constantly limiting. 
So the switch starts to happen when you remind yourself of some fundamental truths of who you are, and then you start to divest yourself of the lies that you, you know that you have um, bought into throughout your human existence. Mm. Um, I personally am fascinated with the conversation of like God, spirituality, Creator, universe, source, how it all comes together. Um, and for me personally, and other people may not have this or, um, you know, like may not feel this way, but I've always felt like we have the power of God within us. Like we are God. We are that, that level of creator, that um, omnipotence. And then there's been another part of me that says, well, wait a second. Like if I'm, if I'm that powerful, like why haven't I created it yet? And am, am I really that powerful? Am I really, you know, do I really have all the perspective and power of God? So I'm curious what, what's your response? Cause I'm sure you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and you like our religions have done a really good job in making us feel smaller than Right, we are not the we are not the flames or, and the extension of a creator God. We're the miserable sinners. So, <laughs> um, how I see it is is that our omnipresence and our creative being and that part of us that is one with everything, one with creator, one with the God force. You know, like whatever language you want to use that you relate to, it it's there and it's present and you every now and then you can feel it and I think we're going to do a little bit of a process right just just calm down and start to um, slow the mind down and come into that presence it is ever present it is always there the only thing that is in the way are the belief in the lies that we have told ourselves or we have believed from what we have told so how you come into the oh my god I don't feel like I can create my reality I feel like I'm a victim to everything and everyone around me is to start letting go of that idea and allow what's present to step through and show you because mm. it is always showing you you just might not have recognized its symbols its signs and how it's working in your life mm. Yeah. I love it. I love I love the word that you said God force as well. I don't think I've ever heard of it, heard it like that how you said it because when I say God it makes it like this entity being outside of myself that has all the power, right? But God force yeah. is like there is a flow, there is a a potential so to speak that is yeah. always there. Yeah, my being is the extension of that. So I come from that extension. So if I'm wanting to be in a creative state, I can't be doing it in a contracted state of mm. disbelief or lack of responsibility. I have to be doing it in an expanded state. And every time I've like I've fallen on my butt so many times <laughs> and I get get back up again. And each time I've done that, it has been that lesson of just stand up and expand wow. just expand even just put your arms up just yep. do anything just yep. stand up and whatever you need to do to feel that expansion it's part of the reason why i live on a mountaintop right now because i'm always feeling expanded wow wow <laughs> and that's that's so important that our environment also influences like our being and and how we feel about ourselves and our connection wow. to nature to the divine yeah. to you know god force i think it's it's so powerful yeah, this is this is good. Let's dive into the process that you're mentioning because I think that's that's something that I think we could all use is, is tapping into our our power and uh, our omnipotence. Can you take us through that, Nicola? Beautiful. And I've just realized the the logo you've got behind you are your angel wings. So it's a, I, yeah, it's it's a phoenix. It's a phoenix. But oh, I do okay, have, cool. I okay. <laughs> awesome. Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to lift our wings. Yes. Um, 
so uh, yeah, just kind of like just relax, chill, and let everything go. And as you slow down, you might want to take a few breaths to just slow down. And just let it all go. And as simple as this, raise your arms up. And as you raise your arms up, you say, I am a creative, omnipotent being. And then place your hands on your ascended heart, which is like your thymus, top of your chest. And if you close your eyes and say that again to yourself, you begin to feel the being that's living and dwelling within you. I am a creative, omnipotent being. Feel into that presence of that being that's there. And then state, I am not my body. I am a creative, omnipotent being. And then just <clears throat> stay in that state. Don't ever, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, interesting. Don't ever leave that state. And if you find yourself flapping or struggling, just do that. First thing in the morning when you're in bed, just lying on your back, lift your arms up, come in, check in with your being. When, you, when you've got strife, when you're worried about finances, when you've got a kid that's sick, when you've got a partner that hasn't spoken to you kindly, when something's going on, just <clears throat> stop before you even respond. Do that. So when you start to respond, you're responding from that being and not your reactivity. So good. I love I love that it's it's not complex, you know. It it doesn't not rocket science. It's just like really reconnecting with that presence with our heart with the um omnipotence so to speak and remembering that we are not defined by whatever 3D body that we are currently inhabiting and is our vessel and is our, you know, a way to interact with this universe. Yeah, and the more you practice it, the more you will feel the, um, I don't want to use the word separation because it's all in unity, but the more you will feel this is my being mm. and I'm seeing the body mm. and I'm seeing the being has the power over the body, not the other way around. Mm. And ultimately that's when you start going into quantum healing, your ability to heal yourself from all sorts of uh, diseases and so on and so forth. But so the remembering, the remembering of the omnipotent being from that, uh, like when we're at, we have that foundation level, that's a practice. That's something to, to develop, to cultivate even more. And you're mentioning, you know, healing, manifestation, creating the reality of our dreams. Like what is, what's next? What's the, the next mechanism or shift or, or what, what, how do we evolve into that, into creating that reality? Really, really awesome question, and that is the New Earth Leadership and Legacy Retreat. Um, mm -hmm. How do we do that? And my feeling is that no one person has the complete picnic basket. Right. Everybody's got something to bring to that basket, 
and we are supposed to be doing it together. Mm -hmm. So let's have a look at a positive thing that's coming out of the coronavirus is that all of a sudden businesses that have had to shut down or entrepreneurs that are at home and, and everything's in slowdown for mm -hmm. them, they're getting together with other entrepreneurs and they're starting to discuss what's going on, how can we help each other. And so we're, we're getting into that level of cooperation yes. for survival and survival. But the next step is getting into that level of cooperation to go, well, how do we create the new earth? Like, how does that actually happen? And I've got the baguette and I see that you've got the Pinot Noir and I see that over there you've got the pickles. So let's get together around this picnic table on a regular basis and let's start looking at how do we do it. And I think everything starts in consciousness. So I think we start there whenever we meet and whenever we begin to teach, we teach from there as well. We start in consciousness and like we're check it, where am I at with that today? Mm. Like, am I judging people? Do I feel revenge for somebody that smited me? And so therefore I'm contributing to feelings of war, right? Mm. Where am I in that? And now where are we in that? And how can we help each other get to that state where from that unity and that cooperation, we create systemic change? Wow. I, lo I love that you said, where am I in that? So like re really start with checking in with ourselves and then the where are we with that as a, as humanity, yeah. you know, and like really saying, okay, where am I? What's my relation to it? Am I thriving and humanities, you know, dealing with so much fear? Okay, where's where's the misalignment? What, what gets to yeah. shift, you know, or do I see the similarity in me and in humanity? Okay, what, what gets to shift in me first so that I can yeah. go out and share that with, with humanity? Yeah, exactly. And so many healers heal other people and go into the healing arts because they're so wounded themselves and they've got so, so much value from it and they go out and they heal from wounding. Whereas we're talking about checking in with yourself, putting your gas mask on yourself first, right? Yeah. Yeah. And checking in with yourself and making sure that you're in that alignment and you're coming from that powerful presence within you because that's that. That step alone sends ripples of consciousness out into the world that changes the world. Just that alone. You don't have to help somebody to make changes in the world. Just being in that state can, can, you know, can make ripples that make changes. Wow. I want to go back into um, helping the, 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 the health industry, like transforming that and, and um, really impacting that in a big way. Like what were some of the key, key components that you felt were important uh, as far as the project, the the leadership, and that transformation, and and uh, creating that. Sure. Um, when when I came to that, I had been doing quite a lot of studies with um, a friend of mine called Jerry Spicer, who used to be the drummer out of Men at Work, mm -hmm. and he teaches Future by Design, which is Buckminster Fuller's Generalized Principles, Law of Attraction, mm -hmm. using the laws of physics to apply to business. Wow. So when I came to uh, my naturopath's office to have um, to have some tests done for when I was um, overcoming the melanoma, she told me what was going on with the government. The, reg uh, the regulator of New Zealand and Australia were wanting to amalgamate as a corporation so it was no longer going to be a government body under government control. Wow. So that would mean that big pharma would then get to regulate itself as well as regulate its main competitor. So uh, we know that that's bad. So, <laughs> so, so I, um, you know, we're supposed to be a free market with healthy competition. Yeah. But anyway, that we can do another session on that. <laughs> so the long and short of it was, as I was introduced to these uh, 
the industry body that had been fighting this legislation as it was passing through Parliament for seven years. And I started teaching about the, the law of attraction, the laws of physics that I learned from Jerry and other studies that I had done in quantum, quantum activism, and applying that to a strategy. And I said, well, look, I, I think we can beat it. I think that um, it is uh, it is definitely beatable. I have a vision that we beat it. So here's the strategy. Will you support me? And they had no choice really but to support me. And And in that whole process of six months, there were lots and lots and lots of miracles. And that was really an awakening for me as well because mm-hmm. I was I was building the plane as I fly, as Lisa yep. Sasevich likes to say, yep. because I was still unfolding in me how this omnipotent presence works. Mm-hmm. And then I was getting to see it and I would go, oh, okay, now I've just learned something yeah. there. I, and, and then I worked with somebody to help me put it into a process of like, well, how did it unfold in you? How can you deliberately have that happen? And and that that became the platform for what I then did to start working with social entrepreneurs to see if we can't tackle some of these problems in the world through business. Yeah. So I hear from from my perspective, I hear getting into alignment with ourselves first, like really recognizing the omnipotent being that's within us and um, coming to a place of, of peace and love and, you know, the highest frequency, highest vibration possible to yeah. be able to impact the quantum realm at the, at yeah. the deepest level possible. Uh, and then I also hear in there, correct me if I'm wrong, but also uh, aligning with other, other people, other activists, other, uh, you know, the community, aligning the community to, to recognize that at some level too. And then all of us joining together with a similar intention, a similar vision, and then pouring our energy, focusing our energy in that, that direction, in that vision. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more to that, but like, is that, yeah. would you say that's an overview of it? It, it definitely starts there. That, that would be the very beginning, you know, to, in, in a very tangible way, I, I would like, we would have a group of us sit, and talk about what we needed in order to win. Like, we really need the media to turn up to, to our side. We really need this. We really need that. And we would all agree. And there would be a moment where we would go into this process that I taught and, and everything would go silent. And then we could feel the unity within the team. Mm-hmm. Like, there was that moment where our hearts joined, our souls joined, and, and we connected to the fact that we are one. And we just, sim- we didn't go intention. We just simply said, you know, this is what we need. And I kid you not, within 24 hours, it would happen. Mm-hmm. Within 24 hours, because I would say, oh, we need a whistleblower. And everybody would agree. And we'd go into that state of unity. And then we would get a whistleblower. Next day, somebody would call me and say, you'll never guess who called me somebody from the agency that we're fighting has just called me and has said this is what's going on behind the scenes Uh, and so many examples like that so I got to see at at a world level because that legislation was really quite revolutionary because it actually began we called it the anti-vitamin bill this was 2005 and after that every piece of legislation around the world that was similar to that was trying to pass in other countries they labeled the anti-vitamin bill and that that was um, you know that was like a, a ripple effect of that, and none of them succeeded. They all they all ended up being dead in the water. So 
that is the power of us getting together, being in unity, not being in judgment, getting over ourselves, not having egos and who's right, who's wrong, who's got a better idea. Because the way, well, how I did it was it's like everything has unity, so every idea is great, but we can't implement all of them. Right. 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 <laughs> we just, um, so, we, so we entertained everybody's ideas. Nobody got shot down. And what happens when you do that is this flow, like the spirit just moves through you. Yeah. And you feel the flow and then the intention, it just becomes like that. Rather right. than efforting your intention, then trying to get into flow, it's, it, it kind of, it, yeah, it just, it's that thing that's magical that I'm still processing to be able to teach it far and wide. <laughs> wow, love it. And I, I want to, if someone's tuning in right now and they're a leader, they're a visionary or they're a thought leader, they are you know, wanting to work even more at the quantum realm, like how can they organize people around them and into common missions and, and you know, focuses to really change the world? Yeah, well, I, the very first thing that we can all do is, is ask, ask permission of the people that love us and, and the people that we work with to be able to point out when we need to come together in unity and focus on what we want. So that's pulling people up when they're starting to get into the negative doom, gloom, conspiracy. Because yeah. while a lot of that is going on, that is only one potential of the quantum. There, So let's remind each other that we will focus on what we actually really want to have happen, mm. right? So right now with corona, there's a lot of people that are dying. So when you're with family, right, and, and you're with friends and they're panicking, the very first thing we can do is remind each other that let's focus on an outcome that we want. Mm. So what would be the outcome of that? The outcome of that would be, well, if everybody's got a robust immunity, which you can just call on instantaneously, like you just call on the immunity within you, yep. then then the virus doesn't stand a chance, mm -hmm. right? So let's focus on that. Or let's focus on this being a major breakthrough whereby we heal all sorts of diseases, not just corona, in a spontaneous way. Like all of a sudden, a whole lot of diseases just die and they don't exist anymore. We don't have to effort to find drugs or we don't mm. have to effort to do anything. It's like, hang on a second, if we're coming from that omnipotence, wow. you know, like I've had, I've literally had moles on me turn black and I've flicked them off and there's been nothing but new pink skin there. That's wow. happened to me four times now. That is how powerful we are when we come into those moments of that omnipotent presence. Wow. That is so amazing. So I know you're, um, you're certifying um, leaders as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about that process of, you know, when did you, like, what, what inspired you to start certifying, build, build that program, and tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, sure. Um, the couple of things, I went through a midlife crisis and all of the techniques that I had been using to get through a lot of that weren't working and I had to change it up. And so then the whole quantum game changer thing came together for me and I used that. And then I had kind of like a Jesus moment. If you remember from the Bible, if any of you have read the New Testament, that Jesus comes out and has a look at all of the sick people that are wanting to get healed by him. And he goes, so many people that he then sends his disciples out to teach, to spread the word that you know you can heal yourself by coming into that unity consciousness with God so uh, which is what he did 
So that it was like, there's only one of me and there's so many people right now that are suffering, that are really fearful about what's happening for the world, fearful about climate change. Governments are so far behind what's actually going on in the world and the media is only reporting um, the bad stuff. They're not reporting the overwhelming amount of great, awesome stuff that's happening in the world. So we've got this screwed up, um, idea of what's actually going on out there um, and and so there needs to be more of me <laughs> I need to duplicate myself so that's the one part of it the other part of it is was just a calling I heard a calling that there are people out there that have got a special source but mm -hmm. they haven't got the plate to put it in and I've got the plate so it goes back to that picnic table thing you've got this I've got that let's get together and now we've got a really delicious picnic so good I love it. I love it. And you're also you're championing the social causes. You're you're empowering people to to lead social causes and make this world a better place. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, you know, with everyone's unique gifts and abilities, like everyone has their own special sauce, their own things to bring to the table. What's important for you about empowering these people with their social causes that they are passionate about that they feel called to? Mm, well, I'm pivoting in my own business in terms of the direction that I'm doing. So in the past, I've been working with the entrepreneurs that are waking up to a bigger mission yeah. and then helping them put that into monetization and then working with them personally to train them to come into the leadership roles that they're going to need to uh, be in order to drive the success of that mission. Yeah. So that's what I have been doing. And it's been, it's been a little bit of spirit and a lot of the doing in the business. But since I'm pivoting, now it's the other way around. It's like the clients that have gone on to do phenomenal results in a really short period of time, created financial freedom from themselves and so on, have been the ones that have worked with me on the omnipotent presence and then we do the business. Then we do the vehicle. Then we figure out what's wanting to express in you right now and how are we going to work through that. So that's been a, that's been a pivot for me. But not everybody is ready for that, which is why I've now got those two branches of work for those that just need to do the now money now thing and they've got to get that handle, they can learn the omnipotent stuff as we go along and those that are already successful and have got the money and now it's the, you know, the magnum opus, it's like, well, let's start with the omnipotent presence being. Yeah, I want to dive into the omnipotent presence more because I think we've gotten a taste of it, a flavor of it. Um, what else are like those components that build the, the being? the being of the omnipotent presence and having people embody that versus just like, you know, connecting with our heart. Yes, that is one way that is one, um, like, I guess, action that we can take. Is there anything else you want our audience to know about building the identity or infinite identity or um, that way of being into their, into their life? Into their life, absolutely. I mean, the first that the first thing is always um, affirming the fundamental truths. What are the fundamental truths? Which we started to do that with that. You know, I am a creative, yep. omnipotent being. Checking in with your being. The second step is to start divesting of the lies that you have bought into, you've been sold, and that we've yep. all been trained to believe is reality. That's the second step. And then the third step is practice, practice, keep practicing those two things because at some stage the awakening within you to that presence takes over and it runs the show, right? So we're as coaches and mentors, we're so good at creating processes yep. and it's step one and then step two and step three. 
step two is practice surrender. Yeah. <laughs> it's like practice surrender, practice surrender, because the being will step in and it will begin to unfold in you what it wants to express at that time. And then at some stage, it always comes back to sharing and caring. Like you have an awakening and then you want to go and help others. You want to, you know, that's a na- that's a natural step. Yeah. And mostly that it's actually not about helping others. It's really about anchoring in that you've got it for yourself yeah. by showing somebody else so that can show you, oh, yeah, I've got it. Wow. Right? It's like it's the being a reflection, right? It's like if you think about there's the physical realm that we can see the evidence. There's the quantum realm that we can see the evidence. If we share our transformation, our awakening with someone else, and then they experience similar results, then it's like, oh yeah, like I did, I am that, that being, that omnipotent being. And it like fuels us to step even more into that more of the time. So it's like on unconscious competence versus having to think about it in the beginning. And, oh yeah, I remember now that I'm an omnipotent being. It's like, it's just how we live. We live from that source, from that point of of power yeah yeah and then and and of course miracles whenever you you study a course miracles they say you're a teacher student for that reason the relationship between always being in that learning but then teaching it so that you you not you know it you really get to know it Mm. that's that's so good so you, you said it's you're you're a teacher student it's just like you combine the two word two words yeah teacher student yeah, yeah or so good. Teacher, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever order. I my uh, my girlfriend's been talking about a course in miracles a, a number of times recently. I've never read it, but um, I know I've heard really great things about it. But um, can you tell us a little bit more how about about how that influenced your your journey? Yeah, it influenced my journey a lot because it was a book that fell off one of those new age bookshops. Uh, you know, you're browsing around and you just go, speak to me, and then it just falls off the shelf and it fell at my feet. And as soon as I as soon as I opened it, my whole body buzzed and I wow. recognized that that um the this whole atonement or at one moment is like the whole Ooh. Crux of it is coming into at one minute. So it's wow. reorientating your focus towards at one minute as opposed to atonement for sins. So wow. um, so I was reading that and it was that really helped me go into surrender when I had to call my mom and tell her that I'd just been given six months to live. I've been diagnosed with um, um, leukemia. And it was very instrumental because I just didn't know where to go. And I went, oh, well, I guess I should surrender. <laughs> Yep. Yep. So it's, and then and then um and then I started teaching a course in miracles and still being a student of it mm-hmm. and it and ended up being um part of a community with master teacher who took teaches a course in miracles and teaches teachers of a course in miracles in Wisconsin uh America and then joined uh, a course in miracles international and taught uh, awakening experiences using the Course of Miracles uh, around the world. So it has been very instrumental in my awakening as well as in my opening up to teach what I'm here to give myself. Mm. It's very interwoven. That's, that's so awesome. So I, I know it, it's a book, right? So people can just read read yeah. the book and then there's also like courses you could take to understand it at a, at a deeper level. Yeah. The power for and for me, the power in a course of miracles is the is the lessons. There's a lesson for every day of the year, and I've done that. I've done that every day five five years in a row religiously, wow. and then after that, I got a bit slack. But <laughs> but at least I got that five years in. Yes. And, you know, the first one is um, 
and my thoughts don't mean anything. I've given everything, all the meaning it has for me. That begins to dislodge you from judgment of thinking you know everything and, and, and that also then relieves you of having to judge people and, and feel anything other than just love, right? And that's the beginning of quantum physics as well. You look at that particle and you can go, it means this. It's a conspiracy. It's this, it's that, it's that. And you're anchoring in that reality. Mm. Or you could look at it and go, gee, I just got no idea what that means. But what I would love it to mean would be love. And I'm going to focus on that. This is so so good. Um, I want to dive more into the quantum because I think that's like a really big part of of your creation and impact and what what sets you apart. with with people tapping into their omnipotence and um, accessing that quantum realm, I, I think about visualization a lot and like envisioning things, but it's also a way of being, right? And there's like an energy that we bring forth to it. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit more about how uh, our visions and the way of being impacts the quantum realm when we're embodying that omnipotence? Yeah, so there is more and more coming out through the study of the quantum field that the visioning and visualization is is like awakening 101 or manifestation 101. Mm. And what's more important is the level of vibration you hold mm. than the vision because yes. you can because you can simply, and this happens to me a lot, mm. I will have a random thought. Oh, gee, wouldn't it be great if I had, uh, I think I'm going to buy a green Jeep for being here in Costa Rica. And I kid you not, within an hour, somebody's driving up my driveway to visit me in a green Jeep and they're going to sell it. Wow. So wow. I didn't need to visualize it, do a visionary board. And those are all good things to do when you're still you know, got your training wheels on. But when you get into that presence of being, you literally have random thoughts. You let them go and you're just at that vibration of possibility, no limitation. You're always in that possibility. And that just brings it to you in amazing um, ways that you couldn't even figure a strategy out to make happen. Right. I, I, it's so interesting because I feel like I've um... – I'm on the journey, right? I'm totally a student. And I feel like I've learned a lot over the years, like I've picked up. um, And I find that the things, it's almost like the things that I effort for the most, like, and I I try to pour as much energy as possible and like, you know, create my vision and step into it um, seems to be the thing that almost like consistently eludes me. There's like like some level of of attachment Mm -hmm. or I don't know, desperation or resistance to having it, unworthiness. I don't know what's there. Um, But what you were saying about the the allowing and kind of just letting it go, it seems like that's when it's something that's not as important to me, it kind of just manifests on its own. And I, I like almost take it for granted but that's like me doing that that magic yeah. you know like working yeah. working with the quantum yeah. realm but when you have an attachment to it it seems to get pushed away yes and like yeah it, it, the pivot that's happening for me right now and this is something that I am dealing with on a daily basis because I have been such an overachiever the pivot that's happening for me um even while I'm saying this <laughs> it is that it's okay to effort and if you like it, and it's okay to work hard if you enjoy it, and it's okay to do all of those things. So we're not judging and saying that's wrong, don't do it. Right. Look at it from a, 
uh, consciousness perspective and realize that what you're doing is not what's manifesting what's happening, mm. how your being is what's manifesting. And you don't have to do all of that doing. But if you want to do that doing, no, you're doing it because you enjoy moving your body through time and space. It's fun. You love it. You love working hard. There's nothing wrong with that. Just come from here knowing your doing isn't what's bringing into being what's happening. It's actually your state of being and you're open to the possibility of happening, uh, of it happening. So I, like I'm still there where you still have to take action. You can't just yeah. meditate on your bed. That's not what we're talking about because the state of being is incredibly active and it's also very, very active when you move through time and space. If you're moving through time and space from that being, you know, you could win the lottery. You could have something just happen really easy. And have we got time for the story because yes, the story yes, dive in. everything. Dive in. So when I was coming back to Costa Rica, um, I was bringing back a whole lot of stuff, uh, a lot of gluten-free stuff that is, is expensive for you can't get here, uh, cotton, organic cotton sheets, like all my yep. faves, right? Yep. So I had two bags and, and American Airlines particularly, usually when you travel, you, you get one bag and you have to pay for the second one yep. and then you have your carry-on bag. So what happened with me is that I was going to, I was going to stop over in Phoenix on the way and I'm going, yeah, but I want to go shopping in Phoenix. I want to go to Pier 1. I want to go this, this. But I've got no space because my suitcases were brimming. So I get, I get, I, I get a ticket a couple of days before I was about to leave because I left it to the last moment. Special American Airlines, two free check-in bags wow. and a free carry-on. Wow. So, and I, I'm just, like, wow, that's amazing. And that was to me reflected. If I get out of resistance and angst and, and striving and, and fear, mm. then things are going to flow. And then from that moment, I once I got into that state. I arrived at LA ready for my uh, to get onto my connecting flight to spend the day in Phoenix. And I went to go check in my, uh, my check-in bag because it was quite heavy. And I thought, you know what, I really don't want to drag this around Phoenix for the day that, while, while I'm shopping. And then I wouldn't be able to buy anything because I've got nothing. I've got no room. So I, I said, even if I had to pay 50 bucks or even 100 bucks, it's going to be worth it to check it in. I get to the checkout and they say, no, we can't check it because it's going international. You're going to have to check it in at Phoenix. So I get to the gate to get onto the plane to Phoenix and the, 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 um, the flight attendant looks at me and she looks at the bag. She was gorgeous. And she says, too much there. We need to consolidate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at her with no resistance. Wow. I just, just, I looked at her. It wasn't, oh, that's an inconvenience or I don't want to do it. Mm. I didn't even start to consolidate. I just looked at her and I felt all of the resistance drop out of me. And then within a split second, she looked at me and she says, don't worry about it. Let me check it in. Wow. So wow. that's three check-ins without any extra money. Mm. And then, oh, I'm noticing my light. I haven't got a light on. Anyway. Um, sure, I look good because this story is so good because that meant Nicola could go shopping, and the first thing she did is go to Marshalls, get another check-on bag, go shopping, fill that check-in bag with organic cotton tea towels and some more sheets, whatever I wanted and needed, and I carried that on. So I arrived with four bags without paying excess luggage. Wow. That analogy can be used in everything everything just just offer up 
no resistance. Mm. Stay in that presence of omnipotent being and you will watch the particles in front of you reorganize for you to just flow with what's going to be in your highest good. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh my gosh, Nicola, this is a freaking awesome. Um, I've had such a blast and I feel like that is, is the crowning, um, you know, like wrapping up the conversation. Uh, I just really want to bring it home with our audience and, and your call to action for them to step into being that game changer, step into being that omnipotent being. Um, what do you have to say to them before we wrap up, Nicola? Well, I have my Operating from Omnipotent Guide, which then segues into a four-hour workshop that we do online where we go through that process of coming into the fundamental truth and divulging it, divesting ourselves of those lies that we're telling ourselves, mm. coming into the surrender and then going, going into what needs to happen and how you're going to share that omnipotence with the world. Yes. So the guide has got four processes in there. So it's uh, there's some words in there to give you the concepts and the science behind what I'm teaching. But then there are processes, so you get to actually feel it in your body. You feel it as an experience. And then um, if you decide to come along to the workshop, we just dive a lot deeper into learning the quantum game changer process. I love it. I love it. So they can get that at your website, quantumgamechanger.com? Quantumgamechanger.com, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Anything else you want them to know about or look forward to moving forward, Nicola? Um, well, I think if you go to the quantumgamechanger.com, I think that's the registering interest for the workshop. You get sent the guide automatically as a free gift. So wow. that's probably the easiest way to get that. Um, going forward, I um, yeah, look, my big message right now is that leaders, people waking up to leadership roles, no matter what level that is, mm -hmm. um, it's real. That call that you have, it is very, very real. So don't doubt it by going, can I do it? Who am I to do that? Am I really getting that message? Yes, you are. You're getting that message because the call is going out for us to make sure that we qualify for continuance in universe. And, uh, right? So, so yes, it's a very real thing. And, and answer it because um, it's a magical journey. Yes. Nicola, you are an amazing human being. Thank you so much for being here and even more than human being, omnipotent being. <laughs> so thank you so much for this wisdom and sharing with Thanks. our audience. Super appreciate you and uh, all the great right. work that you're doing. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. 
share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.